Good morning, everyone. I was asked by our Haverim if we could uh, try to give a longer uh, shi'ur and have it recorded as well for those who commute or would like to hear a longer uh, class, more of an in-depth approach towards this week's parasha, parashat Noah. So first of all, I'd like to first give credit, of course, to the inspiration this shi'ur is derived from the Sefarim series of Hagaon Rav Moshe Shapira, the author of Shuvi Venehezeh. The topic that I want to speak about is the concept of speech, keeping one's word, and how it relates to the Mabul. There's a famous Mishnah in Masichet Baba Metzi'ah, Daf, page 44a, Daf Mem Dalet Amud Aleph. The Mishnah states, Mishnah is discussing that if a buyer gave money but did not yet take possession of a product, he may renege. In other words, the halakha is that money does not finalize an acquisition and therefore, until the buyer takes possession, both the buyer and the seller may void the sale. But the Mishnah continues, The sages said, He who exacted the punishment from the people of the generation of the flood and from the generation of the rift will exact punishment from he who does not keep his word. Meaning that such a person associates himself with these two generations and deserves their punishments. Those generations, Dor HaMabul and Dor HaPelaga, are the subject Abotai, of this week's Perasha, which is incumbent upon us to study and understand the depth of what exactly occurred. There is a famous Pasuk in Parashat HaAzinu, Zechor Yemot Olam, and Hachamim bring down the Sifri, Zechor Yemot Olam, Hizaharu Masha Asiti Bedorot Arishonim, Meaning, be mindful of what I did in earlier generations. What occurred, the outcome of the actions, the generation of the Mabul, and what occurred due to the actions of the Dor HaPelaga, the generation of the Rift. What occurred to the people of Anshe Sedom Amora. Binu Sheno Dorvador, when the Pasuk says, Binu Sheno Dorvador, contemplate the years of generation after generation, you will not find a generation that doesn't have some people who are reminiscent of the generation of the Mabul. You'll also find people who are reminiscent in their behavior to the generation of the Rift, and as the generation of Sedom. The question we need to ask is how these generations relate to a person who does not keep his word that the Mishnah talks about. It seems a little incomprehensible. While the relationship to the generation of the rift, Dora Pelaga, can perhaps be understood for it had some connection to speech. If we look in the Torah, it says, The entire world was of one language and unified words. And what happened? They misdirected that power. But the generation of the Mabul 
seems entirely unrelated to the concept of speech. They were not sentenced for not keeping the word, nor did their sins have anything to do with the topic of speech. And it's extremely difficult to find any link between their sins and speech. If we delve into the Pesukim that discuss the Mabul, one Pasuk, for example, when it discusses the sin, it says, Ki hamas The world was filled with thievery through them. In a broader sense, it means that they took what was not theirs, and this affected the entire world. To the point, Rashi brings down, that even animals and beasts, so to speak, were not mating with their own species. But what has this to do with not keeping one's word? If we look in the Mishnah, we'll go back, the Mishnah says that one who does not keep his word, so to speak, in the situation of finalizing a sale, Hachamim said, so what is the connection to Dora Mabul? Rabotai, in order to answer this deep question, we have to understand the depth of words. In the terminology of Hachamim, a word is called Teva, which literally means container or ark. The association is somewhat obscure. Containers store things and protect them to some extent. This is the concept of the Teba in which Moshe Rabbeinu was placed, it protected him, and the Teba of Noah, which protected Noah, his family, all the animals, all the different insects, everything that Noah brought to the Teba. So simple question, how does this concept relate to words? What does a word protect? If this wasn't enough, I'd like to share that one of the great Mekubalim of the 15th century, Rabbi Menachem Azariah Mipano, notes that the dimensions of the Ark, is a very big Hidush by the way, he says, Vehu sod ha-teva v'shi'ura be'orech v'roha v'omek ba besod berit halashon. He writes in the Sefer, Pelach Harimon, that... The dimensions of the Teva formulate the word Lashon, tongue. The height of the Ark was 30 cubits, right? 30 amot, which is the numerical value of the letter Lamed. Its length, 300, is the numerical value of the letter Shin. And its width, 50, is the numerical value of the letter Nun. Together, these letters spell Lashon, tongue. And the tongue is what produces words teva, or in plural, tevot. So we have to hold on together because it's a deep thought over here that the rabbi is trying to develop. He said the following, The clearest and essentially the only explanation is that words store and protect the content of thought, which on its own is extremely difficult to retain. If we always had to remember our underlying thoughts, we would constantly have to begin anew, with all the difficulties of the old being harder than the new. And even then, it is questionable whether we would reach the same sense of perception that we once had. For this reason, the rabbi mentions is a Gemara in Masichet Sanhedrin that states the following, 
judges of capital cases cannot rule based on their decision of the previous day, even if they had written all their deliberations and conclusions. As the Gemara words it, Liba de Inshi, Inshi, where Inshi is used in both of its connotations, people and forget, meaning the heart of people is forgetful, such is the human nature. They see the written decision, but its reasoning is no longer alive in their hearts. The heart of the matter, its aspect of life, is absent. We have to understand that with this tremendous amount of power to words, and that HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the creator of the world, endowed words with the power to protect content. Through words, it is easier to remember the underlying thoughts and perceptions and to return to the original vitality that was present when the subject was being studied. This reason, a word is called teba, container. Words are containers for they protect content. And that's a very important uh, uh, concept to understand as we try again to answer the formal question of what is the connection between Dor HaMabul and a person uh, reneging on a sale or not keeping his word. To move forward and understand the depth of this question, we have to go to the very beginning of creation. It says in Bereshit, Vayitzer Hashem Elokim Et ha'adam afar min ha'adama vahi ha'adam lenefesh haya. Hashem formed man from the ground and blew into his nostrils the breath of life, and the man became a living soul. We have mentioned this many times in our Shiurim that it's well known that Unkelus translates vehavat be'adam leruach memalela. And it became in man a speaking spirit, meaning that the breath of life, the nefesh haya, over here becomes what? Means what? The power of speech. This means that Akrush Baruch Hu specifically wanted us to be creatures of speech. He wanted us to be able to create, to be creative through the mechanism of speech. Now, this will help us understand an additional aspect to what happened right before the Mabul. The Pasuk says, Vayar Hashem Adam Hashem Hashem says, I will wipe out the man whom I have created off the face of the earth, from man to animal to crawling beings and to the birds of the heavens, for I have regretted that I have made them. So to speak, Hashem is saying of himself that he regretted the creation of man. Obviously, we must say this. This is very hard to repeat, but let alone understand that this concept of regret that Hashem has with creation is not so simple to understand. The explanation is that regret here is unlike the regret of someone who made something and who now has, uh, you know, second thoughts. 
Rather, the regret here that we're talking about was integral. It is similar to the regret of one who purchases something and receives something else entirely, where no change of heart is necessary. So likewise, the regret of creation that the Psukim speak of here is actually communicating the manifestation when we see that the original intent of creation was not uh, manifest. The people of that generation removed themselves completely from all aspects of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's intent in creating the world and how the world should function and how it should be a moral and ethical world. Once that didn't happen, so so to speak, there is a concept of what we refer to over here in human terms, regret. It's quite interesting that if we go to the beginning of Sefer Bereshit, we will find that uh, the root and starting point of creation was illumination of existence. The opposite of uh, illumination is uh, desolateness. Desolateness, emptiness, and darkness all prevent the correct and true perception of what we see, true perception of existence. Light is actually the opposite. Light illuminates, means enables us to have perception. So if we look really at the beginning of creation, in essence, the, the creation is the bestowal of form, the ability to perceive things. Tohu, desolateness, or if you want to refer to as unformed matter, cannot be perceived. When a person sees or somehow senses it, he can't uh, put a name to it. As the earlier Mepharshim and Hachamim state, he is simply bewildered and confounded. Rabbi Shapir over here says that in, in Lashon HaKodesh, the word bewildered is tohe. And the root of, comes from the root of tohu. The form of things is what makes it possible to name them, to explain them. This is what extricates them from tohu. Therefore, Vayomer Elokimi, he or he or, light illumination eliminates desolateness for it reveals form. Desolateness, unformed matter, cannot be spoken of. It only causes bewilderment, lack of understanding, incomprehension. Or light is the revelation of form. However, there's a question that arises, and that is why must the Torah reveal? that things were originally in the state of Tohu, and then Hashem, so to speak, says, let there be light. Why? And the rabbi says something profound. The reason is clear, he says. Anyone who contemplates even slightly, here, so to speak, begins our task. It is the starting point of our divine service, our Avodat Hashem. We were created to be the ones who provide the correct form to all things. Yes, you're right. The earth was tohu, desolate, formless. But what is our task, so to speak, to follow the ways of Hashem? Meaning, let there be light. In other words, Hashem created us, His image, and thereby infused our speech. As the Targum says, our speech is, in essence, 
what it means that we were created in His image, He infused our speech with the power of creating light. What does that mean, creating light? It means speaking, explaining, and communicating clearly, which in essence grants form to all things. Yeshayahu Anavi every day in Tefillat Shaharit by the Ubalet Zion, we say the famous pasuk, "Va'ani zot beriti otam amar Hashem ruhiya shel alecha udvaraya shesandi beficha." My spirit that is upon you. My words that I have placed in your mouth. Meaning, HaKadosh Baruch Hu endowed us with his power of speech and placed his words in our mouths. They are the words of the Torah. As it says in Sefer Devarim, And now, write for you the song, meaning the entire Torah. And teach it to the children of Israel. Sima b'fihem, place it in their mouths. Hence, when it says in in Shaya Navi, "Vani zot b'riti, otam Hashem, ruhi Hashem alecha udvarai shesani b'ficha." My spirit that is upon you, and my words I have placed in your mouth, it is referring to those matters that are the utterances of creation. This is what it means to be created in the image of Hashem, the power of speech. Now, Rabotai, we have to answer the question, why, so to speak, is there a form of regret to creation when it comes to the daughter of the Mabul? Hashem says, And then it states, I'm going to wipe out the man who I have created off the face of the earth, for I have regretted that I have made them. The concept of regret here is that creation had reverted to a state of desolateness of which it says, and remember Yeshayah Navi, Lo tohu l'shevet yitzara. Not desolateness. Lo tohu Not desolateness he created it. Hashem did not create the world to be in the state of desolateness, of confusion. The generation of the Mabul transformed creation into an entity without form. And this is not what Hashem created. This is not the intention of creation. This is the meaning of the Pasuk. The world was filled with thievery through them. Which means the form of things was blurred. All boundaries between one being and other became indistinct. And unfortunately... The entire system was devastated to the point that Hachamim tell us, if you look at Nashi, Ketz Kol Basar, Ketz Kol Basar, meaning this affected even the animals, the beasts, and other species. And unfortunately, it's important to understand that this uh, confounded state is what caused them to be punished with this terrible, terrible Mabul, which... Uh, Rashi, by the way, he mentions that the word Mabul in Lashon HaKodesh comes from the word Bala, wearing out, and Bilbel, confusion. It wore out everything and confounded everything. In essence, the flood wiped out all form for the entirety of creation, for this is what the people had done. They had obliterated the true form of the Bidi'ah of creation. 
once creation had reverted to the formless state of tohu, it is not what Hashem had created. And therefore, the Pasuk says, so to speak, if you look at the Lashon of the Pasuk, I have regretted that I have made them. This was not my intent. This is not what I had created. So now, Rabotai, we have to answer our question. Remember the beginning we mentioned the Mishnah. The Mishnah associates a person who does not keep his word with a generation, with Dora Mabul, generation of the flood. Why? Why? What's the reason? Based on everything we just explored, it is to teach us that in this lies the corruption of the power of speech. A person who does not keep his word removes the compelling force of speech and makes it indefinite. I said something, but so what? Meaning, even though I said it, what difference does it make? It's very important to recognize and to realize that in this manner, when a person, so to speak, is not careful with what he says and keeping his word, unfortunately, he eliminates form from the world. The form of the world lies in the power of speech that HaKadosh Baruch Hu himself placed in the mouth of the one who was created in his image. And remember, what does it mean we're created in the image of Hashem? Says the Unkelus, that means the ability to speak. When speech does not fashion a true reality, when it does not establish the form of things, the world reverts to desolateness, to tohu. And this is what happened to the generation of the Mabul. They were specifically punished for nullifying the form of things instead of establishing it. They destroyed all form in the world, which on a deeper level means that they destroyed the power of speech to the furthest extent possible. Dor HaMabul, the generation of the flood, it was impossible to classify anything correctly. Why? Everything was altered from the intent of its creation. The form of the entire realm was blurred and changed. The world was filled with thievery. Meaning what? When the Pasuk says, Ki Everything, so to speak, had a form that was different from its original form. When a person owns something, you know he's the owner, that's the form. He owns this item. When someone steals from someone, this is, so to speak, thievery is the concept of what? Connected to the concept of confusion. Lack of form. And therefore, Abotai, we have now an answer to our question. The reason why the Mishnah states that if the buyer gave money but did not take the possession of the product, even though, technically speaking, he may renege, the Hachamim were not so happy with this type of behavior. And they said that he who exacted punishment from the door of Mabul and from Dora Pelaga will exact punishment from the, from the one who does not keep his word. Why? Since in essence, the destruction of the Mabul occurred because of the state of confusion. The confusion that reverted the world back to Tohu, desolateness, which was not the purpose of why Hashem created our world. And I think with that, Rabotai is a very strong message. We all have to work on this, every single one of us. The power of speech, what we say, 
keeping our word, being consistent, being very clear of how the Torah categorizes certain things and living by how the Torah recognizes them and not to, God forbid, start reverting back to the situation of confusion, desolateness, because that is not the purpose of why we were placed in this earth. We were placed in this earth in order to illuminate, in order to bring light, in order to bring clarity, in order to be creative through the power of speech. Thank you for listening.